What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. And today, we are going to a very special corner of the Star Wars galaxy, a very, uh, I would say probably all the way out into the unknown regions as this is dipping into non-canon material, but we are going to be talking about Star Wars, the holiday special, and I will not be doing it alone, I said we, I'm talking about me, and of course, my partner, Mr. Ethan Westloff. Ethan, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I mean, it's uh, it's post-Christmas, in between Christmas and New Year's at the time of this recording, and I would say I'm doing good, but um, the topic we're talking about today is the reason I'm less than good. I had to watch this piece of work, we'll say, and I am, I, I'm not fully recovered yet, Ben. Yeah, I remember my first experience with this thing as the imperial officer pointed out to to chewbacca and the a new hope that's that's what this is it's it's a thing and oh it's atrocious but before we get into it we're on youtube we're on apple Podcasts, we're on spotify a subscription or a follow on any of those services would be greatly appreciated but without further ado let's hit the hyperdrive and head over to the star wars galaxy What's coming on? Friday, blast off to a galaxy far, far away. It's the Star Wars Holiday Special, starring all your Star Wars favorites. Will Chewbacca get home to his planet in time for the big Wookiee holiday celebration? Watch and find out. Star Wars, the Holiday Special. That was the first words you heard in this thing. Actually, if you watch the the YouTube video, which is what I did, the first thing that popped up, I, did you watch the one that was like, Incredible Hulk will not be airing tonight? Yeah, I was, uh, I was really bummed that I wasn't going to get to see <laughs> the Incredible Hulk today. <laughs> that would have been way, way better than everything that unfolds in this holiday special if you've never seen it or even if you if you don't even know about this this was you're better off because of it absolutely you are better off because of it but this was oh hold on hold on i've got a youtube video later on that we're going to be playing but star wars the holiday special was released in 1978 a year after a new hope or as it just was called back then, Star Wars was released. And Star Wars fever was at an all-time high. And basically, George Lucas wanted to create um, a special to create interest in merchandise. That was what he said. And whether or not that was the real reason behind it, he handed in a script about Life Day and Wookiees to the studio. But he did not have enough time really to oversee the production of this television thing. So, because he was busy making Empire, he like, was busy doing something good. Right, exactly. He's, he is still one of the ones to blame for this, absolutely. But most of the blame goes to director Steve Binder and main writer Bruce Valanche, which uh, Bruce Valanche is the main guy to really focus your hatred on. But these two were given it by the studio because the studio definitely wanted something good. They wanted to make something epic. 
And, and I, I believe I read somewhere that this was going to be a backdoor pilot into the lives of the Wookiees. Yes. George Lucas was very fond of them as we know from from the movie his movie um right before Star Wars which was American Graffiti he based Chewbacca off of his dog when he was driving in a car. So I guess he just really had an affinity for these things. So he really just went and created the worst thing possible. And the studio didn't want to do Wookiees okay. because Bruce Valance was like, if we do this, all of these dialogue scenes are going to be. And that's what it is, because the first eight minutes, eight minutes of this special is Wookiees talking to each other. You have no idea what they're saying. There is no subtitles. It's all based on context. What? It's why the choice to not do subtitles, man? What what do you, what do we think? Chewbacca didn't have subtitles in the original Star but Wars. He had, he had human characters to let us know what he was saying. I mean, Art Carney comes along. He's the old guy, and he kind of starts interpreting what they're saying. He also does a, a few other things that are questionable in this movie. <laughs> but um, I who who even the from the very start. The very start, I can't even be mad because it's just whack at this point. It's not canon at all. But from the very start, you were looking at this thing and you're like, what the heck? This is such a step. That I, imagine being someone in 1978. You get off of Star Wars and you're like, all right, this is the next thing. This is George Lucas. This is Star Wars. Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher. Everyone is involved. With Even James Earl Jones came and recorded some dialogue for this special some some let's uh all right let's jump back to <laughs> the years 2022 and to start this year we got a, a fantastic film called morbius and leading wow. up to the release of morbius we had trailers that <laughs> hinted at a spider-man appearing in that and then what we got was not that we were robbed of that i also feel robbed of james earl jones in this because at the beginning of this, there is a title sequence, and it says, starring all these characters, and James Earl Jones is one of them. He recorded one piece of dialogue for this. And it was a cartoon. Yeah. The rest was stock footage from A New Hope. I know. <laughs> I, I I watched that last week when we did our New Hope podcast. So it's like, What? What happened? What happened here? It's so bad. Is there anything redeeming about this special? If you've never seen it, never, ever watch Don't it. Don't watch this. No, never do. Do not watch and this. The beautiful thing about this special being on YouTube is that right when you're watching it, even during or after, you get to scroll down and see what everyone else is thinking. And they're thinking the same thing as you, that this sucks. And one specific commenter was this guy. He said, I saw the first Star Wars 19 times in theaters. And when I turned this on, I got depressed and turned it off after five minutes. And the, the question is, who who is this for? It, it's so odd because they, they want to do like, I guess, a variety show special with a bunch of different like acts. But it's a, the whole point of a variety segment is to advertise products that you're going to use and advertise like, you know, like singing groups and stuff like that. There is a singing group in this, but most of the quote unquote products that are used are fictional and made up. 
So they serve no purpose. You spend five minutes on, I don't even know what you'd call, like a Wookiee typewriter thing? That this weird dude who like keeps like powering down, he's like advertising this. It's it is it's so odd. I'm gonna play a clip right here just to show you how odd this is. First, find the sealed package containing all the tools you'll need. Ah. Try not to rip it open because it makes a very handy storage case for your tools until you need them again. Now, this is the first thing you'll need. Please be careful not to hurt yourself on the sharp edges. Ow. And for those of you who just listened to that or watched that, I, uh, I'm sorry. Because that, that's all of this, this whole thing. There's, there's a weird... I mean, I'm just spitball here for a second. And I do believe that that typewriter you're referring to is a, a translator of sorts that um, the, the youngest Wookiee sends a transmission to the Empire later in the yes. in the special. His name is Lumpy, I'm pretty sure. Lumpy. And then the dad is Itchy and the mother is Mala. Which I learned today are or, actually shortened names. They're full names. Let's see if you can find them online. The full names of the Wookiees? They have full names. This yes. is something I didn't know. Full names from the Wookiees from the holiday special. Yes. The full names for Mala the mom is Malatobuk. Itchy is Adichitic. And Lumpy is Lumpawarump or Lumpawaru. Beautiful. Which, Just beautiful. <laughs> if you're starting a television series, those those are the characters you want. Oh my gosh. So so you've never seen this before. No. I, I just want to get your quick reaction. Like, straight off the bat, what did you think while watching it after you finished it? Because, like, it's a... Oh, I could almost say that it's like a traumatic experience. So I, I've always heard the rumors of this holiday special, and never once did I ever think that I would watch it. So sitting down to watch this was um, the worst five hours of my life, and... It's not even five hours long. It it felt that way. It felt that long. And Ben, I uh, appreciate you. You called me later in the afternoon today after I watched it. And you asked me one very important question. Are you still alive? And Ben, I still do not know. <laughs> I, I somehow survived watching this. And I just had to say, 15 minutes in when we start doing a carnival segue with Itchy watching it, I knew that this was going to be way worse than I had ever anticipated. And it was. It was awful. And uh, also very delightful because now I know I get to talk about it with you. If you can find a silver lining... That is it, because I knew that I was going to sit down here and talk to you about this. I wrote down a whole, as I was watching it, a, a sequence of events, because I knew that I was going to forget all of this in a haze, because, but... So I've never done acid or had an acid trip, <laughs> but I have to imagine it is something like watching this special. So we talked about the head writer, Bruce Falanche. He admitted on a podcast that there was heavy amounts of cocaine that was used to write and direct this thing. 
like heavy amounts. You and feel it. You for real feel it. Because there are so, I'm legit serious. There are so many moments in this hour and 37 minutes that are legitimately now in 2022 disturbing. Like actually while you're watching, you don't even feel any sort of like, what the heck is it? You are genuinely disturbed in your mind. For, for To give you an example, there's there's a cantina sequence that starts off actually like almost redeemable because it's like, oh, okay, life on Tatooine. It's not going to be that bad, right? It's going to be like a cantina sequence. No, this weird white dude walks in to the cantina bar and he's got this weird hairpiece and you're like what what's going on here? volcano-esque on the top legitimately, of his head legitimately and you're like why is it like that and then he leans the, over and he's got a hole and you're like what and then he pours his drink in his head and he starts like saying like weird things to the bartender and he even comes behind the the bar and like grabs her and he's like i choose to for you to mean like you're my love or something like that dude legitimately saw the most creepy thing i've ever, like oh my god so the creepiest part about that is the the empire is watching this as a live feed and then the feed ends with him holding her in his forcefully in her arms and that's it so what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to like sit here and assume, you know, and that's not even the worst part. That's not even close to the worst part in this special. I'm not even kidding you. Just to put it mildly, I want to get your reaction to this. I am not joking. When I tell you this, I am not joking. Even the writers admitted to this. There is a soft core porn sequence in this film. And I'm not talking about like, like nudity of any sort, but like, I'm not even going to call it a sensual. Wookie is being seduced by a virtual reality helmet. I am in your mind as you create me. Oh, yes. I can feel my creation. <laughs> I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? What did you think about this scene? So th- this is I've heard of this before. Right. I heard of this, but it, this exceeded expectations. The weirdness of it, the length of it, and the excitement of the Wookiee. Uh <laughs> what who's this for? I asked that again. Who's this for? And I have to just take this moment to just bash every single actor and actress that had a part in this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care how much you got paid or how little you got paid or what they told you, what they promised you. This is ridiculous. And I've always wondered, I literally talked to you last night about this, Ben. Why does Harrison Ford hate Star Wars so much? We have our answer. It's because they made him do this. I would hate Star (laughs) Wars too. Let's just say that. I mean, so near the end, Han Solo comes into the the Wookiee's house and he like, he hugs him and he's like... It's the worst acting, like, line delivery, uh, probably in all of Star Wars. It, it rivals anything Anakin ever said in episode two. He's like, you guys just mean so much to me. You guys are like family to me. Oh, my gosh, it's so bad. That one's laughably bad, though. <laughs> like, Harrison Ford, the cool, wisecracking dude from A New Hope, is sitting here talking to Wookiees. Oh, oh, it's so bad.
I questioned. I I'd st- I'm still I still have no words to say about this whole ordeal and how they got the entire main cast to return for this. They see when they first cut to Carrie Fisher and she's typing on a keyboard or a typewriter, maybe in a blank room. She's like, oh, it's the Wookiees. What's up? Which what kind of technology are we using here? It's never seen again in Star Wars that are that's like there's like wall customers. Who even knows, man? Picture picture where a Wookiee lives and then uh, picture what they give us in this. Not not even close. This is legit a 1970 decorated house with uh, FaceTiming computers. They have a different computer to FaceTime every other character in the Star Wars universe. And my one question is, what? why is there no FaceTime in the Millennium Falcon? So to those of you who didn't watch it, because I'm assuming every single person listening to this didn't watch this. The whole plot of this is Chewie and Han are trying to get back home to Chewie's family for life day. And they, his family keeps calling different Star Wars characters to see where the heck are Han and Chewie? Why don't Han and Chewie contact them? Main little footage is used that was shot for this inside the cockpit. But every flying shot is straight, just straight. Recycle it out of a new hope and threw it in here. It's so, it's shameless. The Empire sequences with the Star Destroyers. It's good that you recap the plot. I didn't say that at the start, but yeah, they're coming back, but they can't get back because the Empire is on their tails and hunting them. So they can't get back to Chewie's family for Life Day, which is the Star Wars equivalent, I would say, of Christmas, probably. I don't know what it's the equivalent to. <laughs> it's like peace. We don't, we don't hold glowing orbs and wear uh, red cloaks and then walk into the floating horizon for Christmas. And it doesn't even make sense because there's a scene of them walking. They're just in space. Yes. They're just in. There's no like walkway. They're literally just green. No, the part that doesn't make sense is I'm like, okay, this is a a Wookiee holiday. Somehow Wookiees transcend the realm of whatever. And then they get there and R2 and C3PO are there and C3PO is in there. I wish at points that I was human and could feel emotions <laughs> because I want to feel what life day is. And my C3PO impression is trash. I know that I'm not trying, but what it, <laughs> if you were a robot, just first of all, you wouldn't have that thought. You wouldn't wish to feel, you know, you're a robot. That's the first off the dumbest there? thing ever. How did they get there? And then and the, how did they get there? That's and then the a second, second later, Han, Chewie, Leia, Luke, they come, or Chewie's already there, but the rest of the gang comes stumbling in. Even, even though minutes earlier, Han, what, he leaves for some reason? Yep. What does he leave for? I I'm not go, sure Chewie. we're told. And then he, he's just there. I know we're, there's a lot to. <laughs> we're babbling on in segments that really, do, like, it doesn't make sense unless you've seen it. But if you've seen it, like, it's it's almost as, as much as we're, like, presenting it right now. It's as odd as we are presenting it right now. What you hear, it's like, wow, this seems whack and odd and, like, way out of place. That's what this is. It's a, imagine a variety show with, like, five-minute segments of little events that happen, and that's about... That's all this is. Just segment after segment after segment. There's a dance sequence. There's a, an erotic porn sequence, which is whack. There's a cooking sequence, which, by the way, the girl who does that with the forearms, 
That's a dude playing that woman. Um, that whip, whip, stir, stir, whip, whip. And the and the Wookiee's like, whip, whip, sir, sir, whip, whip, sir, sir, whip, whip, sir. You're like, I can't even keep up with this. Caravan of Garbage raised an interesting question. They said, yes, none of this stuff is funny now. But was it even funny then? And they concluded, no, it was never funny. So the whole thing is, we get it, cocaine. That That's how this was written and directed. But people still had to watch this. And right. agree to release this. Right. Why did that happen? Imagine being a studio executive and sitting down and watching this special. Were your hands tied? Imagine George Lucas sitting down to watch this. I mean, he has famously said because of this, that if he had the time and the money and a sledgehammer, he would go around and eliminate every single copy of this from existence because it's that bad. And I'm not going to lie. I don't blame the guy. Which is funny because now he's, what, retired? Yep. He has $4 billion. And heck, I can buy you a sledgehammer, George. Let's you, make this happen. You've got the time. I, I would not be mad about this. I've seen it. I'm, I'm willing to take this to my grave and never mention it about it. Our ancestors will thank us for this because this isn't, again, let me reiterate, this isn't something that you go out and be like, oh, that's fun because Star Wars is generally good. But there's this black sheep child. Oh, maybe that's just interesting. Maybe I'll check it out. For an hour and 37 minutes, you're sitting there waiting for this thing to be over. You don't watch this unless you're a mega fan or you're a nerd who does a podcast and podcasts about it. Like it, It's such a waste of time and disturbing and so horrible. Every minute feels like an hour. And watching this special, it really reminded me of Rise of Skywalker in in a certain way, because with that, with Rise of Skywalker is they play all the John Williams score and you have these characters yep. you love and then it's like they expect you to love it. That's what this holiday special is, but amplified to 130 because you, you know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling you love the John Williams scores. And when that Star Wars theme kicks in and all his music kicks in, you get those feelings. Yes. But it's so manipulative because it's it's accompanied by this piece of trash. There's a, so I was looking on Letterbox at reviews for this, and there are a significant amount of people I saw more than once that said that at least it's not as bad as Rise of Skywalker. And I was like, wow. I, I mean, obviously, I mean, even I let's will definitively say, agree on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that Rise of Skywalker is better than this holiday special. Yes. Yes. Anything made <laughs> from Star Wars. I'm not kidding you. Anything, anything made from Star Wars, I will hold to, to my grave, try and think of something, is better than this. Anything. This is undoubtedly the worst. I mean, just for example, look at this. I made a Star Wars spreadsheet. This has a two- Point one on IMDb. Tell me, tell me you've seen a score lower than that on IMDb. This is low for IMDb. 25% Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is even lower at a 19%. Yeah, you almost always have people defending some defending something out of movies. Like yes. we've been doing our Marvel movie marathon and we've had some real stinkers, but there are always people you can find that love certain movies 
Like people love the Ben Affleck Daredevil. People love the Electra. People love Howard the Duck. People love that stupid Punisher movie. Like imagine <laughs> being one of those guys. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> check I out was one of those. Check, guys. check out our Punisher podcast. Yeah. <laughs> No, but this movie has no defenders. There, You can't. No. You can't defend this unless you watch this maybe while you were on cocaine. Maybe that's the only way I can think of having this having like a good impact on you at all. It, so there's an expression, it's so bad, it's good. This is so bad that it's just bad. It's even worse. It's like, even worse. <laughs> it's, it's, there's no way, like even Jefferson Starship, who was a famous band at the time, who I think only made it into this because they had Starship in the name of their band. Their song goes on for so long and they keep cutting to the Imperial officer watching it so awkwardly because what's he supposed to do? Be like, oh, he's an Imperial officer. So they cut to him and his face is just blank. I love that he leaves his post on the exploded <laughs> Death Star. He's in full Death Star costume. Right. <laughs> he just walk. Is this because Kashik? Uh, Kashik. Yeah. Okay. It looks it looks different than the Kashik that we see later on. And Very early designs, yeah. <laughs> In fact, they did go back when they for Revenge of the Sith and redo it based off of this special. So, I mean, you can kind of see it. It's it's huts and trees and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, the interior is way different, <laughs> but it was based with high up in the trees, and that's what this is. Yeah, Ben, I want to ask you, what is your favorite side story in this? You know, we have our main plot of the Wookiees waiting for Chewbacca to come home. But what is your favorite adjacent segment that they jump into? So that that's actually easy for me because as bad as this is, there is 10 minutes or so, I would say, that's actually not like cringe inducing. I want to gouge my eyes. Out I'd moment. say almost good. Almost, almost good. Almost good. Yeah. And it's the cartoon. Animated are you, are you talking about that one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's that cartoon. And that was supposed to be like a backdoor pilot. And the same animation is used in the animated television series that came out a few years later called Droids. And it is the first introduction, technically, if you're not watching the special editions of A New Hope, of Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. Boba Fett yeah. appears first with the Mandalorian bowcaster that we know now. In this special, you've got your shirt. On. Look at that, man. Yeah, that's his first appearance. Now, he looks way different. And he he's, as he's referred to in this, Darth Vader's right-hand man, which obviously he's just a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. But very early concept. I'm not kidding you. I would watch this show, like 20 minutes of this show. Like, this was Clone Wars in its infancy, man. <laughs> 100% OG Clone Wars right here. Yeah. O OG Clone Wars for sure. No, I when this animated animated sequence started, I felt relief cuz it it was enjoyable in a way and it was a nice break from the uh treacherous hike that was the rest of this special. But in the context of Star Wars, is this is Itchy the youngest Wookiee Watching a Star Lumpy. Wars show, Lumpy, Itchy, Lumpy, Itchy is the horny Sorry. grandpa. I apologize to any diehard <laughs> Itchy fan out there. Lumpy is is he watching a Star Wars show based off the events of what happened in his own story? Because Han and Chewbacca are on the run in yeah. that story. Yeah, so it's like, what happened here? Because we're at a point in the MCU where 
uh, comics are written about the heroes inside universe. Right. So like we saw in Miss Marvel that there are a bunch of uh, Captain Marvel comics. Mm -hmm. Is that the case with this show? Is this a show that is written about this team that defeated the Death Star and following them on their adventures? I don't, I don't understand because I think, I think what they were trying to do was make little, like try out new ideas. This was his way of like seeing what worked and throwing stuff at the fan. Like he took some of this stuff and continued with it, but Boba Fett was one of the things he took on, but I think he really wanted to do like a serialized stories in star Wars that ended up being a lot more of the comics that they created. But it's the one point in the show that isn't horrible. You know, the animation is kind of weird at points. Like Han Solo's face he looks like a horse. He looks his elongated face. He looks so I, like this is one podcast where I wish up right now. Right, I wish we had like you're probably going to listen to this on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Like, I wish we could do pictures i might even upload this to youtube because it's that good but some of this stuff is so whack that you just have to see it like to know what we're talking about han's face is so weird in the animation so that was one of the things that maybe wouldn't have worked but it's the one moment i would say and even this moment is not like the worst it wasn't even bad that it got finally got released on disney plus you can watch this short on disney plus it's like 10, 11 minutes long, but you can watch the story of Boba Fett, the first like little thing, man. Yeah, it's the only part of the special that they put up on Disney Plus. With good reason, man. It's in it's in the old Star Wars vintage catalog. This will never get released. It will ne- even now Lucasfilm is instructed like I believe I heard Mark Hamill say that even now Lucasfilm is still saying, "Yeah, don't really talk about the holiday special. Like don't don't mention that." You know? Yeah, it's for sure non-canon. What are the... Because mm-hmm. we know earlier that Han Solo knows who Boba Fett is. Right. I mean, we also have to establish if that cartoon in this TV special is canon or if that is separate because... No, it wouldn't be. I mean, at that point, it might ha- it might have been, but this would be after A New Hope mm-hmm. because Luke has his yellow yeah, Bespin... Yeah. You know, but not best been uh, celebration outfit on, but I don't know, man. Which we get the celebration theme at the the end of this. Do, I mean, almost every theme that John Williams uses in A New Hope is recycled at some point during this during this special. You know, like I don't know, it, like you said, very manipulative. Yeah, because you do get those Star Wars feelings when that theme's playing, right? So. You, did you notice Luke Skywalker in this? I'm sure they mentioned he looked this. like a doll. Yes, he looks like uh, he looks whack. I noticed his eyeliner. Yes, most importantly. Did you know? Do you know what happened? Uh, yeah, same reason he has a scar in Empire. Yeah, his car accident. See, the scar in Empire makes sense, but they really dialed up and make up. Like he looks so weird. He looks like Zac Efron. You know Zac Efron? Yeah. Have you seen him recently? Yeah, with his chin. Yeah. He looks weird. Yeah. He it looks kind of like that to where it's like, yo, you're Mark Hamill, but there's something way off here. You know? That's that's the feeling I got. 
I just saw that Zach Efron thing like last night, and it <laughs> still right now it's like, whoa, what happened to this dude? He looked he went from looking like twenty five to forty five. Is it more haunting than this holiday special? No, nothing is as haunting <laughs> as this. I'm straight up like I watched this four years ago with my buddy. Shout out to Garrett Krog. Let's just applaud Ben right now if you're listening because this is Ben's second time watching this, and Ben, I I applaud you. Listen, for the podcast, I'm willing to do almost anything. <laughs> this is about as low as we're probably ever going to go on this podcast. I'm not going to lie. I sure hope so. Unless we ever end up watching the live action Avatar, which might be even worse. Might be. Hmm. I'll never see. I've never seen it. But I can't you, imagine anything coming close to this. It, the problem with that is that the, the Avatar TV show was so beloved by so many people it's it's legit it's legitimately perfect it's top five tv shows of all time on imdb and the adaption is so laughably bad that it's like this is this is so offensive but i'll take my leave i i don't think i've ever seen a movie that is this bad but it begs the question what did the people who actually made it think what did they really think about this holiday special because i mean, you mean I, watching they, it no like like or making Mark it Hamill, yeah carrie fisher or harrison ford like they all made this thing they all had to deal with the, the i mean carrie fisher sings man yeah she insisted on singing she insisted on singing we celebrate <laughs> this day of me dude it's whack so i have this clip right now that I was I was looking through clips of everyone on the ho- involved with the holiday special, and I have this clip of Mark Hamill. It's, it's very very interesting, man. And I, I'm I'm gonna play this here now for you. But I, I, let me know what you think of this. So George says, look, it's just a way to keep the, the, the merchandising fresh in people's minds, and, you know, it's really a favor to me for the merchandisers. I said, oh, right. But I'm not singing. I was wondering if you could talk about the filming of the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> you know, I really don't remember except that song. I do. We celebrate all day of peace. That's all I really remember, except thinking, what is Art Carney doing with the Wookiees? I mean, that was, and that is actually, I did get it. I asked for that. I did something for George. I asked for a copy of the Christmas special because he couldn't get it because it's just so bad and he's taking it off the market. And I had it, I invited people over, and we started to watch it, and it is so bad, it's not good. She says the best, it's so bad, it's not good. It's it's so bad, it's good? No, it's so bad, it's not good. Anthony Daniels has stuff to say about it. He said, don't watch it, you'll die. Harrison Ford, when asked about it, he, he literally just got quiet and was like, he kind of just shook his head and like he didn't have anything to do with it. 
they played the clip of him like talking to the e- the Wookiees like you guys are like family to me and he was like he, he just looked so disappointed on Conan no one liked this thing Mark Hamill though was quoted recently around the circuits saying that he's actually proud of the work that they tried to accomplish during this film that was that was most recently and so Take that That's him. Will, He's but... rewatching the holiday special after his portrayal in the Last Jedi. <laughs> you know they, uh, you know, they at least got me right. I, they got I, me they right. They got Luke way more right than the sequels did. Hundred <laughs> percent, they did. But Princess Leia makes a great point. What is Art Carney doing with the Wookies? He comes. He brings them gifts and. Leading up to that porn sequence, he goes, he's like, he keeps hinting at this thing. And even before you get to it, you're like, what is he doing? Like, why? Like, he Say, comes oh, up, you're going to yeah. love this big guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, itchy. Uh, I know what you like. And you're like, what? And it's just, it keeps cut. Like, I, I'm sorry to harp on this thing, this point too much. Everything else. You can maybe see, okay, there, there's maybe a reason to do this, and maybe <laughs> someone will enjoy this, but this whole VR seduction sequence is the most questionable thing I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> she literally is like, experience me. I am your fantasy. And then it cuts to to Itchy in his chair. He's like, <laughs> and he's like shaking, and I'm like, this is so weird and then she goes on for like four freaking minutes singing what how what the heck Uh, it is important to note that there is no mrs itchy is he that wait was he the grandpa or was he the uncle i think he was the grandpa he was grandpa or the uncle who cares Ben, who cares? It would be better if it would make more sense if it was the uncle, the weird uncle. But I think it was grandpa. Grandpa Itchy. That sounds right. It is important to note that uh, we haven't said this yet. Chewbacca has a wife in this. Yeah. What's up with that, man? And a son. Never mentioned ever again. And I also read that George Lucas's initial plan was to give Han Solo a Wookiee wife. What? Yes. No, because he loved the Wookiees so much. I'm sure Han Solo. I'm sure Harrison Ford. That was one of the things. Like, absolutely not. If you do this, I am out. <laughs> well, it is funny to note that right after they filmed this special, they were also doing Empire, and then Empire is the movie that Harrison Ford demanded they kill the character. You have to wonder how much correlation there ha- is there. There's there? a correlation. There has 100%. to be. He did Indiana Jones. And then he was like, okay, I already have my series now. I don't need to be in this crap. There you go. That's just another reason why. Yeah. But you, imagine imagine being like Star Wars. Imagine if this was to happen today. You, you release Iron Man, right? 2008. It's like, wow, that's a great, great movie. Not revolutionary or anything, but it's really good. And it might spawn sequels. And you get this variety show. In today, by today's standards, your universe would be tanked. You're canceled. You are not doing yeah. another thing in, yeah. ever. You are done. But thankfully, Empire was so good 
that it wiped this away from people's minds almost entirely because the reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father was so revolutionary that this was the first time, like, I mean, and, and including the hype train leading up to the film, but it was like, this is what star Wars fans had leading up for almost a year because this was 1978 empire was not released for another two years. So like for a good year, this was like all people talked about for star Wars. And I mean, I guess rumors leading up to it, but like, it's trash, man. This is straight trash. But thankfully, again, Empire is so good that we can now like, I mean, looking back, no one ever has to watch this. No. Yeah. And I wonder how big was this at the time of the when this came out? Like how advertised was this? How hyped up was this? Because it almost feels like because if this is the product you made right. and you just wanted to release it because you spent all this time and money on it. Then I said, just like kind of backdoor it into CBS some random time and tell no one. Right. Why broadcast this before two very popular shows, Incredible Hulk or Wonder Woman? Yeah, you, you have know? to cancel both those shows for the night just so this could air. And uh, you have to just admit the world is worse off because of it. What a waste. I mean, I will say this. John, Mr. Pilkington has seen it. He he literally has talked. I said, I'm going down to watch the holiday special. And he was like, ooh, that was so bad. It's so bad. It right off of Star Wars. He watched it he when watched it came it, out. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I'll never watch that again. It was so bad. He never really said anything else. But it was always, it, I mean, that would be the reaction that I had. Imagine that, dude. Imagine that. So, so bad. I mean, I don't even think we can do like, a f- you have a favorite character you have like there's no like story i guess you know do you have a favorite scene i do wonder the script that george lucas turned in it had to have not had these variety segments in it right because i feel like the core of his script maybe is okay you know you have wookies right who <sighs> I'm just trying to reason what what what, what happened would, with this. What maybe because the variety push. segments are when it, it really goes you off. You feel rails. the crack cocaine right settle in. The main story <laughs> also sucks, right? But it really really gets bad. And I asked you earlier what your favorite variety segment was, and I'm going to ask you again, excluding the right. the good animated sequence because I feel like that's different. That isn't the cringe inducingness that the rest of this is. Yeah. So which of these cutaways was was to you the epiphany uh, or perfectly summarizes what this special is? It's got to be the 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 lumpy voice translator box. I feel like because you have a Wookiee. That's part of it. It's so weird. Like what? What's going on? This little thing. They keep doing close-ups of its eyes, and it's awkward. You have this type thing that's not even. It's not even a thing in real life. It's just weird. And then you have this dude who is literally like powering down for no reason at all. Like no reason. He could have sat there and advertised this thing to us, but. For some reason, the writers decided to have him be a robot and power keep 
like have power issues while it's going on. It's not even no comedic. It's no, it's not, not. Even funny. It's just weird. There's that bit with the tongue where he's like, what? Yeah, it. So much of this, it makes you uncomfortable. And I do have to note. Uh, this is a good time to note this. I watched half of this. I paused it, and I took a shower. <laughs> To cleanse yourself from the unholy <laughs> sin. Then I of came back downstairs. This. I did some prayer and I finished this. <laughs> it is that bad. Effort. It is that bad. It's that bad, guys. It's not a joke. It's just horrible. What would you say your favorite variety? Well, favorite is a is a bad adjective to use. Not an adjective, but like, well, I say the one that perfectly yeah. summarizes what this special is is that first one. The that when they goes to the chessboard, the, oh yeah, and I'm like, okay, oh. we're gonna get some uh, some chessboard, for, just like in A New Hope. Nope, it is a <laughs> carnival routine. The, and all these side quests or segues, they go on for so long, so long. I think so unnecessary. Without, this would be 15 minutes long if it didn't have all these crap shoots in there. But the carnival one, I think, is just the perfect perfect screenshot of what yeah. this is. Yep. You have Lumpy sitting there watching this, and it's horrible. It No one wants to watch that. And it goes on for so long. It's like... <laughs> the music, too. <laughs> is, <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Is it bad, man? Holy crap. I don't even, when you finish it, you're just sitting there. You're like, life is, I'm glad you called me because I, I didn't, I wasn't able to sit with my thoughts, but you called me literally right after it ended. So I was able to like take my mind off it instantly. But like you sit there and you really contemplate, this is one of the seven deadly sins right here. Thinking about it, you just need a cleanser. Your, your brain hurts. Like thinking about that cooking set. Like I know if I watch this in a kid, there are things in here that would haunt me to this day. Yes, <laughs> the 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 arm that comes out of the lady halfway through the segment, the cooking show. You, I, I legitimately was caught off guard, and I've seen it before. I'm like, whoa, 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 what the heck? And she's sitting there like with crazy eyes, stirring the pot, like whip, whip, stir, stir, <laughs> whip, whip. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? <laughs> Oh my! It's it's nightmare inducing, man. It's so so bad. I can't. I can't. Oh, I mean, we're gonna have to give this a score, and I guess now is the time to do it. Let's let's give it a score for sure. I mean, I mean, I have I have ranked this on on my Star Wars ranking. I've I've given this a score myself, but. I'm going to shoot this to you first. What I mean, what score would you give this? this so we've never special? had a case like this before, but right. Can we do sub one scores? <laughs> like I would, I would say we cannot go to negative. We're not going to negative. No. So, but yes, you can do sub negative. <laughs> not like, like you can do sub one. You know what? I'll just stick with one. I'm going one. I'll go as physically low as I can. I know you said I could go sub one. Right. But 0.000001 is... Uh, <laughs> they they put something on television for us to watch. And you can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I, I mean, that's what, what I get. So, like, it at least deserves a one, you know? It deserves a one? For doing the absolute bare minimum. One out of ten. Okay. Yeah. But that's it. Maybe that's... No, I'm going to say that's for the Boba Fett's... For the Boba Fett special. That's where the one That's where the one comes in. You know, and I, I also give this a one as well. <laughs> so our overall is a one. Which I think is a little high, don't you think? I know. I'm sitting here thinking maybe we should go 0.5. I'll go 0.5. Right. You want to go 0.5? Point and uh, we don't have to tell you guys why, because we just spent the whole yeah. last hour telling you why right. this is terrible. This gets a, a 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5 from Multiverse Monologues. With, with like, just look at this, man. Our score for the first Star Wars was 8.75. That was our average. This is a 0.5. This is so, so far below. Oh, it's so bad. For comparison, this is a 5%. The, so, whenever I look at something and I go... If I had the actors and the resources and I could make something better, that's when you've truly failed. Because I can write a script better than this. And I'm not a writer. Yes. It's comforting (laughs) to know that I could do better than this because that is is the bare minimum. Come on. It's easy to do something better than this. Like, even The Last Jedi, for all of its woes, is better than this. Who can say, man? Who even knows? I'm just so happy that this is behind us. I was not looking forward to this. I woke up today. I had work. I And I was like, all right, I've got a few hours. I have to watch this holiday special. At least I get to sit here now and talk about it. And now we get to look no, you called to me. You called me this morning, or I called <laughs> you this morning. And you had mentioned, yeah, tonight, we're going to record tonight. And I had... Completely forgot that tonight we were going to record this. So my whole day was ruined because I had to throw this holiday special into it. One of the most horrible wrenches you can throw into a plan. I apologize. I apologize. I very much apologize. Apology not accepted. That's fair. Absolutely fair. I'm just, I'm looking forward now to Empire. Empire. Yes. I mean, I was already looking forward to Empire. Right. It's just nice to know that we can go from like a 0.5 to like almost a 9. I, I don't know where we're going to put this. I, I haven't seen this movie since it's been about two, three years now yeah, almost. J- so Coming off of this, we'll, we'll do yeah, nothing but help. Yes, exactly. And then we go to return. We've got, we're only on the up text say- right now throwing this in there will help the entire however much of this we get to watch this year well because i mean even when we get to like the prequels you know and the sequels and the sequel and the sequels yeah these parts are bad but they're not as bad they're not as bad as this and i'm so like (laughs) you're not the biggest star wars guy but i applaud you ethan for watching this special and doing this with me because it truly takes a man of strong who has strong endurance to get through this you hear that people listening i'm a man 
with strong endurance. Thank you, Ben. If you wanted to torture someone, this would be effective torture. I think it would. I'm not, I'm actually not kidding you. Like if I was ever to torture someone, I would probably, especially a Star Wars fan, stick them in a room and just put this on. Just like, uh, you remember that scene of Carl and Lost? Yes. He's yes, exactly. there in that chair with his eyes yep. propped open. Just like that. This, this would be good enough. 100%. You play this on loop, you're getting a confession out of me. I, <laughs> you are pro- getting it. Even if I didn't kill that guy, I'll confess to killing him. I had to, and I don't do this for podcasts, movies, and shows, but I was on my phone for some of this because it's that, like, granted, I was on its IMDb page. I was looking through letterbox and reviews, looking at comments about this particular thing, but I needed to keep my mind occupied because otherwise I would sit there and watch four more minutes of Jefferson Starship or B. Arthur or I, the dumbest thing possible, you know, like it's so bad. It's so, so bad. And you already said how Empire recovers from this and yes. we're so thankful for that. Yes. But this special did justice to nothing, to no one. I don't know how they recovered from it because it makes every Star Wars character look stupid. All the actors look stupid. George Literally, Lucas everyone. looks stupid. The whole brand look horrible. Like even Princess Leia, when she starts singing that song at the end, I was like, oh, 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 Luke Skywalker, when he's talking to R2, like he's like, don't go in there, R2. And he's like, he's looking at the Wookiees, making these weird facial expressions. And then Han Solo, who has the most horrible dialogue, you're like a family to me. Like, oh, it's so, so bad. I wish we could have feelings like you, the humans. Kenny Baker is famous for not portraying R2 in this special. They say R2-D2 as R2-D2. R2 as R2. Because it was an anima, like it was a, it was just electronic. They didn't use an actor. Kenny Baker did not come for this. So He's he a was wise the man. one man who escaped from this horribleness that is the holiday special. But, I mean, do you have anything? I pretty, I think we've covered almost every cringe-inducing segment on this whole thing. Yeah, I just looked at my notes and well, we, we basically got everything. Is there anything else that you want to say to the audience or maybe just addressing George Lucas himself? Like, I think I'm good. I, I never want to say or think another word about this holiday special. And <laughs> we are doing this with three days left in 2022. I say we put this behind us. <laughs> we watch Empire in the new year to start it off strong, man. And we move on forward. I never want to see this again. The only reason I did this. I mean, I've seen the movie already. The only reason I did it is because we're doing this podcast. I will never, ever watch this again. If I have my way, my kids will never know about this. <laughs> you know, I mean, no, if they like Star Wars. Which hopefully they will. Or if they like multiverse monologues. True. They're going to find out about this. But all I'm saying is, man, if you're my kid, listen to this and this piques your interest. Just do dad a favor and say, You're not no. my kid. You're- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's listen, man. Whew. 
But that does it, ladies and gentlemen, for the Star Wars, the holiday special. We thank you for coming on this journey with us. Uh, I mean, honestly, without you guys, we wouldn't really be doing this. So, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's fun for us. It really is just to sit here. If and you're still listening this. to this right now and right. you have my number, text me. Let let me know that. Hey, Ethan, I've made it this far into the holiday special, and yeah. uh, we'll get you a T-shirt or something. You got to be rewarded for this. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Like you need to be. Just sitting through this conversation is like, wow, these guys are off the rails. Well, we did just watch the holiday special. So maybe also give us a text and a shout out, maybe like a a UOK question mark text after this, because I mean, we might be going into some post Christmas depression, but let's be real. Me and Ethan are going through post holiday depression, like post holiday special depression and not in a good way. You know, we don't miss anything. It's just depressing. Yeah, Ben, what what do we have coming up on the podcast? Well, we have a lot coming up on the podcast, actually, because we are planning on doing Empire Strikes Back. We are planning on doing Incredible Hulk with Micah when he returns. He's, well, he is going on vacation now, but uh, it's the holiday season. We've been largely pretty busy. It's been a while since we've, you know, hit the mics, but um, we're greatly looking forward to that. And we also have our year in review and also our year in upcoming podcast to cover everything that's going to come in 2023. And I mean, we have just about as much as 2022 and also a look back at 2022 and looking at some of the projects, television shows and movies that really like really stood out to just me and Ethan going through this whole year. So that one is probably going to be next as we go into this new year. So look forward to that stuff. And uh, I don't know. I may have, I don't think I missed anything. Did no, I? Oh yeah. We got uh so mission impossible sevens coming out next year and we got Indiana Jones coming out next year. We don't know yet if we're going to do podcasts leading up to the releases of those. But if you're interested in either listening to those or maybe even being on them, once again, reach out to me or Ben and yes. we'd love to make that happen. I absolutely. We also have a very interesting project that we, that has been in the works for a while. But um, I would like to get this done sooner rather than later. But Mr. Parker Duncan, who's been on this podcast quite a few times, we have wanted to do a Lord of the Rings podcast and comparing the book to the movies because I recently found out that he doesn't think the fantastic 10 out of 10 movies that Peter Jackson made are faithful adaptions to the book. And I heavily disagree with him on that. Hopefully we are going to get out a debate of some kind on that because I, I would certainly love to to conversate with him on that subject matter. I love talking Tolkien anyway, so that is also in the works for multiverse monologue. So a lot going on. We would appreciate the support on any of the platforms previously mentioned, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. But um yeah, without further ado, this is probably the last podcast we're going to do in 2022. Way to go off with a bang. Maybe the last podcast ever. <laughs> Maybe. You really never know. Because of the depression, as previously mentioned. But uh, this is uh, this is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Wesloff. Signing off. We all hope you have a fantastic day and a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs>